You're listening to Soulfully Winging It. I'm your host, D. Nick. This is episode three. Let's hop right in. Hi, everyone. I hope you're all doing well, staying safe, and are healthy. On this week's episode, I'll be catching you up on last week. I'm sure by now everyone has seen the great memes that have come out of the vice presidential debate between Kamala and her mama looks and the highlight, the fly that stole the show. With the election quickly approaching, please don't forget to register to vote and or request your absentee ballot from your local city hall. I will be sharing voter information as well as anything I talk about in this podcast on my Instagram story. All of that will be found under my highlights. Just click on podcasts. For those who don't know, you can find me on Instagram under dnickbeauty. Give your girl a follow! Last week was just crazy. I'm now even more confused on coronavirus and how long it lasts. I have a skin update. I did try some of the disposable masks. I didn't feel that it was enough coverage for me. So I did end up buying some new fabric masks, which is a much better fit and not as tight on my face. I have to be honest with you guys. Last week was a struggle for me. And this is why episode three is coming out delayed. Now, when I say struggle, I'm talking about being on the struggle bus. The bus got lost 12 times to the destination and it's just chaos. Now, please note that in me sharing my struggles with you, I'm not sharing them for sympathy, but honestly, for you to relate to them. If you can relate and feel less alone, that's wonderful because honestly, the worst feeling in the world is feeling alone in your struggles like nobody understands. Last week, I really overdid myself with all the commitments and things I was trying to do and stuff I committed to when I was feeling energetically charged, it was just too much. A friend of mine once reminded me that I'm not superwoman and it's okay for me to take some breaks for myself. And I know what you're thinking. It's a simple adjustment between time management and being able to prioritize. As many people say, if you want it bad enough, you'll make time for it if it's important to you. Now, it's not that these things aren't important to me. It's the fact that I struggle with time management and to just prioritize in general. It's one of the many downsides to having ADHD. Now with anything like ADHD, everyone's symptoms with it are different. I know people who have excelled in different aspects of their lives that maybe I'm not so good at, and I've excelled in different aspects that they're not so good at. So it all depends on the person. Now it's easy to let media tell you what ADHD or anxiety or anything like that should look like. And honestly, unless you do your research or know someone personally on a day-to-day basis who struggles with it, you're not going to understand. Something that might be very easy for you might be difficult for them. Here's how I explain my ADHD. Oftentimes, say I have three simple tasks, laundry, grocery shopping, and meeting a friend for dinner. Which one comes first? I'm sure you can easily prioritize that for yourself, but sometimes for me, that looks like a complete hot mess, mainly because I procrastinated on grocery shopping and now I'm hungry, but then I also forgot that I ran out of clean laundry and of course I have nothing to wear. Sometimes these simple problems, especially when you have a timed deadline like meeting your friend for dinner, can feel really overwhelming and ramp up anxiety. Here's some simple tips that I use when I'm feeling this way. I go through my laundry and pick out two whole outfits from head to toe that are machine washable and tumble dry. We don't have time for gentle cycle items. We're doing the speed cycle here. 
While I wait for my laundry, I'll often go through my refrigerator and pull out any food that is spoiled or I forgot about. I'll pull to the front anything is still good so I can try to base my grocery list off of meals I can make with that to save some money and then just add any groceries that I need or want. Now, if you're not in a time pinch and you can afford to wait for grocery pickup or grocery delivery, that's great, but sometimes your girl just doesn't have time for that. Meds can be helpful, but it's not a magic fix. Like any medications, there's side effects. That sweet little music that they play on commercials where they talk about how you could have a worse problem or get explosive diarrhea, because we all need that. I learned I had to be my own best advocate, do my research, get second opinions, and learn to work with myself, not against myself. I don't like to let my struggles outshine who I am as a person. It's taken me a bit to get here, but getting to know myself has played a huge role in my self-love journey. I learned something new about myself last week. I've been apartment hunting virtually, and I didn't know that I had all these standards or where they came from. When looking at the amenity list or the virtual tours, I look at a closet and be like, ugh, that is way too small. It's not going to fit nearly all my stuff. Parking's not included. And there's not enough natural light. The appliances aren't brand new stainless steel. I just don't think I can do it. It makes me want to have a little reality check with myself. Like, girl, you have four staple outfits that you wear on a weekly basis. You are upgrading from a microwave and a couch. Where are these bougie standards coming from? And frankly, I'm a little mad at myself that I didn't apply these standards to other aspects of my life, especially early on when I was out here dating anybody, letting anyone be in my friend group, gaining access to my energy and my time. Again, that was in earlier years, but 2020 has brought much more genuine and people with pure intention into my life. If this example of what I'm about to tell you is anything to where I was in earlier years compared to where I am now, I'm much happier of where I am now. Looking back on my younger self and how I used to be, especially in my dating life, I'd say to a guy, hey, I really like your tattoos. And he'd say, thanks, girl. I got it at the penitentiary. That was just my younger self being naive. I did not know what a penitentiary was. I thought it was like a church, a tattoo shop. I don't know. I was very sheltered back then. But it is a prison, and now I know. I really love to say that Jesus was on my side back then because my spirit guides were like, whose turn is it to save her this time? If I could go back and give my younger self a message, I wish I loved and believed in myself back then like I do now. I strongly believe in raise your vibe, attract your tribe. My past friendships and relationships, especially before 2020, I accepted treatment and situations that I absolutely did not deserve. And that was because I didn't believe in myself or love myself at the time. Treatment and situations that I accepted back then, I absolutely will not accept now. I've been on this self-love journey for almost a year now, where I've really gotten to know, love, and accept myself with room for improvement to be the best version of myself that I can be. If you're currently struggling to get to a good place in your life, it's okay to get professional help. No one's perfect, myself included. And the upside of COVID is that all copays are currently covered. But just to be on the safe side, double check with your insurance. Another life lesson to add to the books that I'm currently learning is to set boundaries. At first, I had a hard time with this, but then I had to look at it and change my point of view, and I put it into the way of a job. You know, first day, you get your handbook of what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do, yada, yada, yada. 
three strikes and you're out. You know the boundaries you have to abide by if you want to keep that job. So recently, I applied boundaries to friendship. Over the past year, I had a friendship where everything would be really great and then every so often, something would be said where one or both of us felt disrespected and it would end up in a falling out. Now, this was a friendship that I really did value, so I was putting my best foot forward to brush it off and just move on. But the last time that this happened, I decided that I needed to set some boundaries. When the situation happened again, I just decided to tell this person that, hey, I do respect our friendship, but it doesn't seem like it's working, and we need to agree to disagree and go separate ways, although I wish you all the best. Setting boundaries is part of self-love. And though I'm working on it in different aspects, I can't let any relationship, job, or friendship not value me or make me feel disrespected. And that's why for me, it was important for me to tell that person where we stood so they weren't left to assume or feel ghosted or disrespected that I never got back to them. I keep saying lately that I don't believe that anyone is toxic, but they might have toxic traits or toxic behaviors. We're all toxic in someone's story. And if you want to change, you need to address that. Give yourself a little compliment sandwich. All the things that you can improve on, all the things that you're not so great at, and then all the things that you are great at. Just remember to be gentle with yourself and to treat yourself. Speaking of treating yourself, shout out to my friend who opened up her very own spa. It's called Skin Stinks, like Skin Instincts. Skin therapy for the body and mind. I can't wait to go there. All of her spa info will be linked on my Insta story. I'm going to take a quick break, but before I go, here's some bops that I've really enjoyed and have made an impact on my journey. So the first one is by Demi Lovato, I Still Have Me. The second one is To My Parents from Anna Clendenning. And the third one is What You Need by Jojo. Give it all a listen. When I return, I'll be talking about how I use a pendulum and how I think I brought a dark spirit into my house, how I talked to a friend and spirit intervened, and my experience with oracle cards. I'll be right back. And I'm back. Now let's start with the pendulum story. So a few years ago, I forget exactly when, but someone introduced me to a pendulum and said that you could use it to communicate with loved ones or just play around and ask questions. Besides what I was told, I didn't know much about it. I just knew it wasn't a Ouija board because I don't mess with that. That's like some dark energy. One day I was talking to someone about how I'd been using it and they told me to be careful because even though I was welcoming the spirit of a loved one, dark spirits can sometimes slip in behind them and I think that's exactly what happened. About a month ago, I had used it again, completely forgetting the warning that I was told. And I was using it just to communicate with a loved one. But when I did it, I swear, the next day, I just felt this dark presence. And this was exactly the night before I went to my Reiki session, which is like energy healing and stuff like that. I'll be talking about my Reiki experience soon on upcoming episodes. Every time I go to Reiki, we do a kind of a conclusion at the end where she tells me what she saw and stuff like that. But she had mentioned the day of my Reiki that, and I didn't even tell her about this at all, that she saw a dark presence trying to grab me. And I know she was right. 
because I felt it myself. Now, I don't know if this energy was just a playful ghost or whatever, but I swear to you, one night I was sleeping and I felt hands around my neck. I began researching on how to clear this energy because I knew then it was not playing around. It was serious. I found lots of stuff about white sage, but let's be honest, you should not be burning white sage. It is not even ours. It belongs to the indigenous people, and it's wrong of us to try to take their culture and try to make a dollar off of it. I opted to avoid this sage and look for sprays and protection crystals, as well as like holy water or anything that I felt would bring me comfort and get rid of these inky feelings. After checking my research on sprays and crystals several times, I headed to my local spiritual shop and I found a spray that I sprayed throughout my entire house and myself while wishing away any negativity and welcoming in only positive intentions. That was at the start of last week and when I went to go get the spray, I also purchased a bunch of crystals and I swear to you, I really, I'll have to check the receipt because I'm really hoping I didn't accidentally buy Moldavite because I am not emotionally equipped for that. But I swear I, I saw it and it was one of those things. Have you ever been on the phone with somebody and you see the red button, you hear them talking and in your mind, you're like, don't press the red button, don't press the red button. And somehow you accidentally press the red button and hang up on them. That's how I felt about this crystal. I saw the crystal. I knew I was like, don't grab the, don't grab the crystal. Don't do it. You're not ready for it. And now I swear because last week was so crazy. I might've accidentally grabbed that crystal. The reason why I'm so inky about Moldavite is because I've seen so many TikTok horror stories about people getting it before they're ready for it, but also because I know it's a really, really powerful crystal. It's like life changing. Everyone's going to have different opinions on it. So if you want to know more, do some more research. So I don't know what it is with me lately, but I think I found my spirit animal. And I think it's a cat because all of a sudden I just out, I go outside. All the stray cats are like walking in my yard. They're eyeing me. I go on Instagram and I've fallen in love with these two types of cats. And I think they're both exotic. One is a sphinx and it's so cute, guys. It's I'm, I just keep posting them. I've had to stop sending them to my friends because they were like, Girl, you sent me a picture of this cat and it scared me. And I'm like, I am so sorry. I thought it was so cute. The second cat that I'm just completely in love with, I think it's called an oriental cat. I don't even know the name of it, okay? I, or maybe it's called an Egyptian oriental cat. It's so big. I think it looks like a small dog or a medium-sized dog. I don't even know if it's a house pet. I don't even know if my state allows it, but I am over here like, it is so cute. I'm going to take two. It looks a little dangerous, but I'm willing to risk it. Now, these are just my impulsive thoughts, but realistically, I can't even afford these cats. I don't know where they come from. I really wasn't a cat person and I don't know how to care for these cats. So that's the last thing I'd want to do is get these animals and not give them the proper care. But I don't think that's not going to stop me from posting them on Instagram all the time. Side note, I'm also allergic, so I can't have a cat anyways. I just feel spiritually connected. Like I talked about in my last episode, spirit communicates in many ways. And I was shocked a couple weeks ago when I was talking to my friend and I really believe that spirit 
like intervened in our conversation because she was telling me how one of her friends had passed away. And as she was telling me about this person, I could just feel my heart chakra just explode. And I could feel all the things that she was telling me about this person, how a great person they were and how genuine they were and the love that she had for this person. And then she went on to tell me about this person's dog. And I had such a bizarre experience. It's like, remember when you were little and it was story time in the classroom and they'd be like, okay, close your eyes. So if you can't see the pictures, you can hear them or picture them in your mind with the words. So she goes on to tell me about her friend and how much her friend loved their dog. And mind you, I've never met this person at all or the dog, don't even know what it looks like. But as she's telling me about this person and the dog, I just keep seeing in my mind a gray pit bull and someone throwing a ball and they're playing fetch in a field and they're just like, buddy, buddy, you know, that picture that you always see when like those nostalgic commercials come on and it's like a dog and a person, you know, cuddled up on a lake on a deck or something like that. And that's what I kept seeing. So I randomly asked her in the middle of her story, I'm like, Hey, so did your friend happen to have a gray pit bull? And she was like, uh, no. And I'm like, okay, never mind. But then she comes back later and she's like, wait, not that friend, but another one of my friends that passed away, their family dog had, was a gray pit bull. And I was shook because I didn't know how I knew this because I didn't know that friend either. Also, when she's telling me about both of her friends that have since passed, I can feel that someone is standing nearby, like on either side of me. First, I felt someone on my right side. And then when she talked about her other friend, I could feel someone on my left side. And mind you, we're just kind of standing in kind of like a little circle. So it felt like Either way, there was somebody on either side of us because her and I were like face to face, but socially distanced. But you know what I'm saying? We were in a circle and I had to apologize to her because it was such a mind blowing experience to me as she's talking to me about both of them. I just had to interrupt her and I'm like, I am so sorry and I don't mean to freak you out, but your friends are standing right here. Now, I'm not talking crazy or saying I see dead people, but I could feel the energy. And I know she could feel it too because she was getting goosebumps as well. Luckily, my friend was totally cool with it. And even though I apologize a thousand times for possibly freaking her out, she was totally fine. Over the weekend, I posted a few photos and I've gotten a few interesting questions from my family and friends. Guys, no, I did not pierce my nose I did not do that. I have been wanting to, but because we're in a global pandemic with a deadly virus that is airborne, I just didn't think it was the right time to be trying to put holes in my body or anything like that. So it is a fake nose ring. I got it off of Amazon because I just didn't know also how committed I am to the look and just wanted to try it out. I got some Oracle cards off of Amazon. Now, I really haven't broken into them or got to know much about them. I purchased them because I felt drawn to them. I just thought they were so beautiful and I just really wanted the decks. I don't know how they're different from tarot cards. I'm still learning that part. When the Oracle cards arrived, I was able to flip through all of them that came in the box except the last set of cards, which was the Moonology Oracle deck. 
I was about to go through them and I was like tearing open the packaging like a kid on Christmas and then my friend called me so I just put it down and just never came back to it. The other Oracle decks that I got was um, a self-care one, the light worker one, and a starseed one. I'll just post all of them on Instagram. Anyways, I was able to open all the other decks and look through the cards and how beautiful they were except the Moon Oracle deck. You're probably wondering why this Moon Oracle deck is so important. It's important because at 5 a.m. I felt spiritually drawn to it last week to go and look in the deck and pull out these cards that had a specific moon phase on it. And it was the crescent moon, but it was facing open to the right. So something just told me at 4 a.m., go through the deck and pull out all the cards that had this shaped moon on it. After going through the whole deck, I pull out about four cards. And then for some reason, I also just pulled out the new moon card or the card that means new beginnings. And I was like, oh, this one too. I have no idea why, but I just pulled them out. And then I looked up all the meanings for these cards. Basically, the message that I got out of the cards was patience and to just keep going on my path. Everything I've talked about in my previous episodes, this is what it told me. Why these things keep popping up like patience, boundaries, new path, all this stuff. I have no idea, but I'm sure my spirit guides just want to make sure I'm getting the message loud and clear. I hear you. I'm currently looking at my timer on my computer and it says 1111 on the dot. What a great way to end this podcast. Until next time, stay safe, stay positive, and remember to glow from the inside out. Bye.